this Advent season in song. So if you've been here on a Sunday morning, this now is the fourth Sunday of Advent, but if you've been here on a Sunday morning, you remember I've invited you to sing along with me during the sermon. We sang uh, Silent Night and A Little Town of Bethlehem. Uh, Last Sunday, we had the Lessons and Carols service full of music of all kinds. This morning, I'm going to invite you to sing along with me again in just a little bit. We're going to sing Away in a Manger. And don't worry if you don't know the words to that one. We're going to put that up on the screen. But as I've said all the other weeks, please don't hang me out here to dry when I invite you to sing. Sing. Another way we've been celebrating the season in song on Sunday morning is our scripture reading. Every Sunday has been from the Psalms. The Psalms are the songbook of the Bible. They are our sung prayers. And so we're going to keep with that this morning. In just a moment, I'm going to read some selected verses from Psalm 86. The prayer of David. I invite you, if you're looking for something to read this week, something to feed your spirit, go read the whole psalm, Psalm 86. I'm only going to read a few of the verses from it for us this morning. And truth is, we're not entirely sure that David himself wrote this psalm. It is certainly about David and about David's story and and is a fitting prayer of David to the Lord. It may be that people around him, near him, or who came after him wrote it or compiled it. And, And so all that is just to say that this is a prayer of David, a song to the Lord. So I offer it for us this morning. This is Psalm 86, verses 1 through 7, and verses 14 through 17. And when I conclude it, I would like to ask you to affirm it with me. I'll say this is the word of God for the people of God, and you say, thanks be to God. Hear now this Psalm of David. Lord, listen closely to me and answer me, because I am poor and in need. Guard my life because I'm faithful. Save your servant who trusts in you, you, my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, because I cry out to you all day long. Make your servant's life happy again because, my Lord, I offer my life to you. Because, my Lord, you are good and forgiving full of faithful love for all those who cry out to you. Listen closely to my prayer, Lord. Pay close attention to the sound of my requests for mercy. Whenever I am in trouble, I cry out to you because you will answer me. The arrogant rise up against me, God. A gang of violent people want me dead. They don't give a thought for you. But you... My Lord, our God of compassion and mercy, you are very patient and full of faithful love. Come back to me. Have mercy on me. Give your servant your strength. Save this child of your servant. Show me a sign of your goodness so that those who hate me will see it and be put to shame. Show a sign that you, Lord, 
have helped me and comforted me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is a psalm, a song of David. And dare I say, since it's in the Bible, it's a pretty good one. One that's been with us for centuries. You know, there's something about a good song that is written by the author about something personal. And yet it has a way of speaking to all of us. You know that? You know a good song like that written by somebody about their own life or situation or circumstance, but it has a way of going from being just personal to being universal. And I think that's true of this psalm. Granted, it it can be kind of hard to, to relate on the surface to David, King David, who was the king of Israel. I don't know that there's anybody in this room that can say we share that experience. Yeah, I mean, there's some royalty floating around the world today. And maybe we know about them or follow along. But their, their lives are much different than ours. So maybe on one level it's kind of hard to relate for this very personal psalm of David to, to be universal, to speak to all of us, to speak to you or me. fact is, even though David was king, David was human. And his life was full of highs and lows. Some a result of his choices, some a result of his circumstances. And you remember, this is the David of David and Goliath. And the same David of David and Bathsheba. And so in fact this is that kind of song, that kind of psalm that is personal and universal. It can and does speak to and for us all. Now the others were theme that we've been carrying for Advent has been coming home for Christmas. We've all been invited to come home for Christmas. That even has sort of a universal and a personal aspect to it. So this invitation to come home for Christmas is universal because we're invited to all come together as a church, as a community of faith, to be together with each other again or more and sort of come home. And then there's also a very personal aspect to that, to hear it as an invitation to come home to God, to come home to the Lord, to draw close or closer to Christ Kind of like the nativity, where all the characters are 
circled up and gathered near to the manger. For each of us personally to come home to God. It's also worth noting that coming home or going home, especially during the holiday season, that can mean different things to different people. Even just the experience itself. I don't know if you're planning to do any traveling for the holiday season. I think we already have some folks who are out and doing it. And maybe for you that means going home to somewhere, someone's home, parent, grandparent, uncle, aunt, or people coming to you, coming to see you and spend extra time with you. But it's kind of a mixed bag, that whole going home for Christmas. Right? It's the thing that Norman Rockwell painted and Saturday Night Live parodied. can mean different things for us to go home or come home. I was noticing yesterday, we did one of those jaunts around North Georgia. We drove about 150 miles yesterday to hit a couple of family Christmas gatherings. And uh, I was just observing and remembering, you know, my experiences with Christmas and going home. When you're young, it's, let's be honest, it's mostly about getting the presents, right? Like, and the food, right? But then, I don't know, like, if something happens, maybe as you get a little bit older, get a little experience in life and behind you and some wisdom, it, it becomes less about getting the presents, more about giving them, and about the people and being together with those folks that have been with you all your life. Still the food, <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, going home and coming home, I don't know, for some people it means those revisiting those fond memories that you hold deep and dear and that have been with you a long time. For some people it means bringing up difficult times, painful maybe, dynamics at home or in a family. And the fact is, Maybe just home is different than it used to be. And so going home is different. So coming home for Christmas, coming home to church, coming home with each other to each other is about giving your gifts for each other and with each other. And it's about the people who have been with you and this living out of your faith, maybe for years and years. And it's about the food, a little bit. And coming home to God, yourself, Reclaiming that relationship, fresh and new. That relationship that the psalmist calls a relationship of 
love. So today as we lit the candle of love, thank you to the Wilmer family for lighting that candle among us to remind us that in Advent we anticipate and we celebrate and we give thanks for the gift of love. You can hear the psalmist doing it. You can hear his heart calling out to God with a song that is a personal expression of a universal experience. He's bearing his soul before God. Oh God, I am poor and I am in need. Hear me, care for me, I have faith. Almost hear him saying, as best I can, as often and as much as I can. Oh God, they don't like me. They want the worst for me. And they don't care much for you either. I need strength and mercy. God, I need a break. And then the psalmist, in that same breath, acknowledges, recognizes God's loving character in that moment for him. Oh God, you are good. You are faithful. You are compassionate and merciful. God, you are patient and loving. And the psalmist appeals to that love of God for himself. And you hear it for us all. Oh God, listen close to my cries. Guard my life. Come back to me. Help me. Save me. You, the one who has helped and comforted me. During Advent, as we approach Christmas, we remember that the world was and is crying out for salvation to be made whole. Advent is our waiting for the answer. And Christmas is God's answer to our cries. Thank God. That God is drawing near to us in love. God's answer was to step down out of heaven, to earth, the incarnation of the divine, this miraculous gift and appearance of love. God entering into time and space in human form to be near to us like never before in history God's love is drawing near being with us God in the birth of Jesus in the arrival of the Christ has come near to you and to me and to the world in love maybe your heart is crying out with the psalmist this Advent season for mercy, 
protection. For protection. For a break. The heartbeat of our world is crying out. And God is drawing near in love with compassion and grace and restoration and healing. Jesus is the love of God. And that song I mentioned a minute ago, Away in a Manger, beautifully captures the image of God coming near to us in love. I'd kind of like to sing it together. I gave him a disclaimer. Ask for your help. I'll kick us off. You all will join in, please. And we'll sing. Away in a Isn't that our prayer for ourselves and the world? That God in Christ would draw near to us. That we would know the abiding love of God in us and among us. Always and forever. And that the whole world would come home to that reality. And that's what we celebrate. Uh, a few years ago, when I was going through my divorce, a member of this church gave me this book, Kathy. And uh, it's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Maxey. I don't know, maybe you know it. I've heard it's made rounds. If you don't know it, don't have it, 
I highly recommend it. It has stayed close to me for the last couple of years. And in fact, I bought a copy yesterday for my daughter, and it'll be here before Christmas, so you still can if you want to get one and give a copy to somebody. It's a beautiful book, beautifully illustrated. It tells the story of love and care and support that this community of the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse find with each other. There's a line in here that has especially stuck with me, and I'm going to read it for you. Sometimes I feel lost, said the boy. Me too, said the mole. But we love you, and love brings you church, oh child of God, come home to the light and love of God in Jesus this Christmas. Amen. We're going to sing 